0: all right everybody welcome into the hardly knowledgeable podcast i am nolan warner joined as always by drew schoenberger um drew quite a wild weekend of football especially up here in manhattan unfortunately some of us were at a wedding um and weren't able to witness it so um we on this podcast hold the opinion that if you get married in the fall uh, you should have alcohol there or several large televisions to apologize to your guests
1: Yeah, you know, it happens. He's not, you know, he's just not with the college football culture, unfortunately, but, you know, had to be there. I guess, you know, like, would you rather miss a blowout or would you rather miss, like, a Tennessee-Alabama-type game where it's right down to the wire?
0: I'd definitely rather miss the Tennessee-Alabama-type game, but that's something this game was marketed to be, Um you definitely got lucky there when the game was never, never in doubt. So wait,
1: you'd rather miss the the close game, or you'd rather?
0: No, I'd rather miss the blowout. I'd yeah, rather that's what be I'm saying. at the Tennessee
1: Alabama game is what I'm yeah. to say. yeah, okay. Like if this game was a you know an instant classic, I'd be you know pretty mad. But I mean, I'm mm-hmm. mad I missed a game. I love going to any, all games, but at least I missed a missed a blowout. So
0: yeah, for sure. Um, I think. Uh, I think it definitely was a pretty big, shocking game. Let's just go ahead, jump right into that. We've got a lot of stuff to cover. Um, Kansas State played host to Oklahoma State. Again, I will I will add number 22, Kansas State played host to number 9, Oklahoma State, a top 10 team. A lot of people coming into that game. Uh, Kansas State was favored by one and a half, uh, and a lot of people coming into that game were, were saying that Kansas State was beat up and uh, Oklahoma State was beat up. Uh, But Kansas State could win if Adrian Martinez played in the game. Uh, Oklahoma State obviously prepared for Adrian to play, taking away the the quarterback run game. But that's not who started a quarterback for Kansas State. Will Howard did through all over the Oklahoma State defense. Uh, The game was over at halftime. The Cats went into the locker room up 35 to nothing. Ty Zentner kicked two big field goals in the second half, and then they scored again um in garbage time to win forty eight to nothing, which is the largest win ever over a top ten team by a lower ranked team. So
1: Yeah. Uh pretty impressive win. And, you know, maybe Oklahoma State was more beat up than K State, or maybe, you know, they just didn't prepare as well as K State did, you know. It's a tough place to play and just really snowballed on them from what I saw. I think it was fourteen nothing. Oklahoma State had uh gotten the ball and fumbled and K State scored to make it twenty one oh and I think the game was just kinda of over from there. But good win by K State. You know, both teams got tough games this week, I'd say, and you know, K State's uh doing well to get a rematch against TCU. So love to see it.
0: Yeah, I'll say it. If, if Kansas State can win this weekend and find out a way, uh, they put themselves in the driver's seat to get second place in in the regular season of the conference and and make their way down to Dallas for that game. So, yep. um, moving on to we'll just go right into Big Twelve picks. But Drew, you want to go ahead and uh, uh you want to tell tell the fans the standings of where we stand here?
1: Yeah. So I'll go game by game here if we have any thoughts on any of the games. So we both had Kansas State uh, winning, and that hit for both of us. We both had TCU beating West Virginia. Do you have anything on that one? I don't know if you – or I guess you were at the game, so you probably didn't watch yeah, much I was but...
0: unable to watch that one.
1: Yeah, not too big of a surprise. Oklahoma beat Iowa State. You had Oklahoma. I had Iowa State. Iowa State hung tough but lost by two scores. They gave up a fake field goal for a touchdown, which is a really fun play call there by – Oklahoma and then they gave up a bomb and lost by 14 so tough one there and then Baylor blew out Texas Tech on the road which is something I was not expecting and you had that one I did not so you are 15 and 9 on the year and I am 13 and 11 so tough week for me but you know yeah we bounce back we bounce back you know it's all right
0: it's fine I'm a champ you're not whatever
1: yeah for now you know a lot of games left
0: I'm I'm a champ that's fine okay well, let's hop right into the picks. Kansas is back in action this week. Uh, they play Oklahoma State coming off that forty eight nothing loss. They get' them at home so now we're in we're in the mode here with Oklahoma State. Do they bounce back or do they fold all right so it's it's a pretty big a pretty i mean two options you can have now obviously a bounce back is much more likely after a close game um and a fold is much more likely after being embarrassed on national television in front of over 3 million people. Um, Oklahoma State's favored by two in Lawrence. Uh, <clears throat> I, I assume that that line might change if Daniels is confirmed healthy, but it sounds like he will be back. And Jacoby Bryant, maybe. I'm not sure. Um,
1: I I guess. I don't, I don't know how. He was in an aircast like three weeks ago, but I guess so. But
0: – Regardless, I don't care who's playing quarterback for the State of, or for the University of Kansas. I don't care who's who's starting at their at their best cover guy. I don't care. Mike Gundy will not lose two in a row, and Mike Gundy will not lose to Kansas this weekend. I'm going to take Oklahoma State, and I'm going to take it pretty convincingly.
1: All right. So I am not sure where to go with this because uh, Lance Leipold and Andy Kotelnicki, the offensive coordinator, this week have been very uh, – discreet about who is going to be playing at quarterback. They've made Jason Bean available to the media, not Jalen Daniels. But a lot of reports at practice have been saying that Jalen Daniels has been practicing and I kind of do expect him to play. Um as far as the line movement has gone, it started around about it started out at around four for Oklahoma State being favored. And According to Caesars Sportsbook, more of the bets have been on Oklahoma State to cover that number, but the line has moved down. So I think some sharper bettors uh, might have some intel that maybe Jalen Daniels is going to be back. And I just think off a bye, playing a team that, you know, might just be really beat up right now. I'm going to take KU to win. Don't feel great about it, but this is probably... I'd say this one or next week would probably be the most likely to get to a sixth win to make a bowl. So I'm going to, I'm going to take KU to win. I think that they're just healthier right now. So.
0: All right. So already we disagree there. An opportunity to take back your uh, two game deficit. I'm leading by two games, by the way. So Kansas state hosting uh, Texas 6 PM on Fox sports. One, if the world series finishes in five games, that game will move to Fox at seven o'clock. Um, I mean, there's not much to say about this game. We we, we just saw a, a dominated performance by Kansas State, but we do know Texas is rather talented. The last two years, uh, Texas pretty much whooped Kansas State, and they've actually beaten them six in a row now, uh, six years in a row. But we know the, the butt-kicking Chris Kleiman faced um, in, uh, at home on the pandemic season and then again last year unable to convert on fourth and short multiple times. Uh, texas is favored in this game i'm I'm assuming Vegas knows something that we don't or they'd like them to like people to bet um on texas uh Quinn Ewers did not play well against oklahoma state i will I am kind of curious why Texas is favored after Texas went into water as a favorite lost, and then the team that beat them at Stillwater got annihilated the week after so um <clears throat> That being said, uh, Adrian Martinez, I believe if he is healthy, will be a go this week. And Will Howard will be on the sideline, um, ready to come in in emergency situation again. Um, They both give different aspects of their game. Um, uh, Will can throw the ball and throw it downfield and isn't afraid to. And Adrian is much better running the ball uh, using his feet. So, if Texas tries to take one away, we could move the other quarterback right into that position. So this is a tough one for me. Texas is quite talented. So I'm actually going to go with the horns to win in Manhattan um, and beat Kansas State.
1: All right. Um. So who do you want K-State to start for the best chance to win? In your well, opinion. Not what you think is going to happen. What do you want? Because it's pretty, uh, pretty intriguing to me about, like, I think they're both good options.
0: Uh, yeah, they are both good options. Um, I am a fan of quarterback run game and how it can complement Deuce running the ball very well. Um, sometimes if you watch the defenses, I don't know if you notice, but uh, when they played Oklahoma, Deuce, they were keying off on him quite a bit, and then Adrian popped some big runs. Yeah. Um, And I think Adrian is still talented enough with his arm to be able to put pressure on the Texas secondary. I mean, I would prefer Adrian, um, and we can keep that red shirt on Will. But again, I'd be fine with either.
1: Okay. Weirdly, I think I prefer Will. But what you said about Adrian in the QB run game, when that's working really well, it's pretty – hard to stop. I'd say Texas definitely has the athletes to do it, but we'll see if they have the scheme to do it. Their defense has been good. Some games pretty bad. Some other games like against Oklahoma state. Um, Well,
0: and I personally would think athletes don't have anything to do stopping an offensive scheme. I mean, it helps. It definitely helps, but if you've got to watch two of the best runners in the country and Mm -hmm. keep them contained, um, I don't care how many athletes you have. It's going to be tough to stop both of them for making some sort of difference. Yeah. and i also think the opportunity for kansas state to get completely freaky creative with both adrian and will exist and getting them both on the field again that would be scary putting both of them in the backfield will taking the snap and and using adrian almost as as a as a quarterback running back you know combo there uh, there's an opportunity for kansas state to get really creative using both of them on the field at once
1: okay that makes sense um So I think the reason why Texas is favored is just like, I don't know if you pay attention to Josh Pate's polls that he does every week, but he still has Texas. as like a top 15 team. And those polls are more of like a predictive measure, which is what the odds are. And that this kind of seems like what Texas is every year. They're hyped up to be a really good team and they kind of underperform, which I'd say they've underperformed this year so far. Um, Before last week I was prepared to take K State to win a battle against Oklahoma State and then, you know, Texas coming off a bye and coming off a tough game, still banged up. I was prepared to take Texas. But I think, you know, K State got out of that game pretty unscathed and, you know, didn't really have to do much after halftime of that game. And I mean, that was an ass weapon they put on Oklahoma State. And I think I think K State's the better team right now the way they're playing. So I'm gonna ride the ride the hot team at home here. So I'm taking the cats. Don't feel don't feel great about it because, you know, if you're taking someone at home and they're favored, you kind of think that Vegas knows something, but you know.
0: Well, we disagree twice already, Drew. Yeah, I Merger. might not,
1: I might fall behind four games here. It's you know
0: <laughs> All right, Texas Tech going to Fort Worth to play TCU. TCU's favored by nine and a half, uh eight-no on the season, Texas Tech four and four. Obviously Tech's much improved. They've got a really good backup quarterback, but we saw what happened in the butt bowl last week. I'm gonna take TCU to win that game. Um, however, there is some bad blood between these two schools, but I- I'll still take the frogs.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would love for, uh, tech to find a way to win this game just because their their athletic director acts has been acting like a clown on Twitter for the past few months, mainly about basketball stuff, but definitely now about football kind of flexing his guns. Now TCU is really good, but I just don't see, t- I just don't see Texas tech being able to keep up. So I'll take TCU to win as well.
0: All right, moving on, Oklahoma and Baylor play in Norman. Oklahoma's favored by three and a half. Baylor's kind of found their second wind of the season. And uh, they're they're starting to produce some pretty good wins. Uh, I'm actually nervous about that game next week in McLean Stadium, but uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma to win this one at home. They're really tough to beat at home, and, and they haven't lost really uh, since their Red River uh, loss. So uh, both teams, five and three, I'll take Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, so I was going to maybe bring that up to you about if Baylor, you know, could keep one in that, you know, that could be a game for a battle for a second in the Big 12 next week. But I'm pretty torn here. I've picked against Oklahoma a lot after their loss in Red River to Texas. Um, I was wrong on them last week, but I think Baylor, yeah, I think Baylor's really taking a turn for the better here. I think that, you know, I didn't think they played great against Kansas, but I think that going on the road against Texas tech. Great. They might not be that great of a team, but they blew them out. And this is probably the best defense that Oklahoma's faced. So I'm going to take Baylor to go in there and get the win.
0: All right. Sounds good. That is an interesting situation. And now if, if Kansas state wins this weekend and mm-hmm. then loses to Baylor and then Oklahoma state Baylor and Kansas state win out, you've got a three-way tie for second. Uh, now Oklahoma state's beaten Baylor. Uh, Baylor would have beaten Kansas state and Kansas state would have beaten Oklahoma state. So I don't know how it would go there, Um, Mm -hmm. but um, that would be interesting to see. Let's just hope Kansas state wins out and we don't have to deal with that situation. Yeah. All right. Uh, The next game, the battle for, the bottom of the Big 12, 3-5 Iowa State playing 3-5 West Virginia. Uh this game is in Ames, Iowa, and Iowa's favored by seven points. Now I don't know if their offense will be able to score seven more points than West Virginia, but I still think they'll be able to win at home. I'll take Iowa State at home, but not by seven.
1: Yeah, I think um West Virginia is definitely a pretty solid team at home. They've either you know, they've kind of kept that they kept it close with KU lost in overtime. KU is playing really well. Beat Baylor at home, who looks a lot better now. Lost a it was a ten point game, but it was a close game against TCU. But on the road, they've been awful this year. So I think you know, I said last week the Iowa State's not gonna lose all their games. I picked on the win, I was wrong, but I think this is the week that they'll at least get they'll at least get one. So I'll take Iowa State as well.
0: All right, the new college football playoff rankings came out. Um, the top 25 uh, are or the top 10 are stands one, Tennessee eight. Uh, no two Ohio state eight. No three, Georgia undefeated four Clemson undefeated and five Michigan undefeated. And you've got Alabama at six, at seven and one TCU, the lowest undefeated team uh, ranked undefeated team. Uh, then there's Oregon, USC and LSU rounding out the top 10 so obviously there is some SEC bias here I don't think I think LSU coming into the top 10 kind of came out of left field there mm-hmm. uh, we really weren't ready for them a two loss team obviously Kansas State's a two loss team only three spots behind them um, but you know there there are a few teams that I don't think are deserving to be in the top 10. Well, there's one team I don't think is deserving to be mm-hmm. in the top 10 and that's LSU. They don't need deserve to be there. Um, Texas does not deserve to be ranked, but if you look at the, the 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 way it lines up, Alabama only has one ranked win now, right? And it's Texas. So, obviously I don't think they deserve to be ranked yet. Um and they are ranked. So, what are your what are your overall thoughts? I know you and I had a discussion yesterday. About where TCU falls. What are your overall thoughts of the
1: playoff rankings? Uh, To be honest, like, I didn't think the rankings as a whole were that bad. There were a few disagreements I had. I don't, I think at this point of the season, when every team has played eight games, some teams have played nine. I think actually that's like just Ole Miss. But so everyone's played eight games, and uh, I just don't think at this point you could have a Bama team that, like you said, only has one ranked win, and it's against a team that they put ranked. I wouldn't have Texas ranked right now. I'd probably have them just outside the top 25. So I didn't have a huge problem with it. But, like, I don't get why they're above TCU. Like, TCU, like, they beat K-State. They beat Oklahoma State. Those teams are ranked. And, yeah, I, I think that they were just – I think they ranked Texas to boost what Bama has done. I don't think they actually think Texas should be ranked. Unless they are looking at the odds yeah. and think that they're going to beat K-State. I just, now, I kind of do like my own little rankings that I keep on my spreadsheet. And I don't, I guess I comment on Bryson's thing every week, but I don't really post them myself. I had TCU at six. So I'm not like that outraged about it. Like if they are flipped to one spot, like who cares? They're still not in the top four. I just wish that, I just wish they'd have all the undefeated teams above Alabama. Like if Alabama had played a gauntlet schedule and beat a bunch of currently ranked teams, then I'd see the argument. But the one highly ranked team they played they lost. And Tennessee's really good and they deserve to be number 1, but why does why do we give bama the benefit of the doubt? You know. Well, I, I feel know.
0: like bama's definitely earned the benefit of the doubt. Um over the over past years, they've definitely earned the benefit of the doubt here. Um I will ask you this though, neutral field, Alabama and TCU play who wins bama. that football game? Bama and it's by not even close.
1: It, yeah, probably not, but that's so, not Bama
0: is the better football team, and thus have the better ranking. Right? They're not ranking teams based off of uh, their the, their resume completely. Right? They're they're ranking teams based off of who they think is a better football team. Last year, Michigan State had beaten Michigan, and then the first playoff rankings come out. And Michigan's ahead of Michigan State, and come to find, Michigan was a better football team than Michigan State. Yeah. They got that right. And,
1: and if TCU ends up losing. I, I'm assuming they won't finish the regular season undefeated. I bet they'll lose at least one, maybe two. Bama might lose one more, but they probably won't. They'll probably enter the postseason with one loss. And if that's if that's the case, then you, then you flip them. I just don't think we should be pre- – I just don't think it should be that predictive.
0: I mean, but that it is. That's what it is.
1: I know, but that's just – I don't – like, so would you take Tennessee on a neutral field against everybody?
0: I would take Tennessee on a neutral field over the top four teams.
1: Yes, I think there's definitely an argument. I think I would only take two over them, but they've earned. Take... But they've earned to be number one because they've played the toughest schedule. I think and they're, they're often the, best, to the
0: best in the country. I think they're 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 the most talented team in the country. And they're the best coach team in the country. Um, I think they'd beat Ohio State. We'll find out on Saturday against Georgia if they'd beat them. I think they will. Uh, I think they'd beat Clemson. I don't think Clemson is that good. And then I think they'd beat Michigan. I think they'd beat all four of those teams that are yeah. behind them. Oh, Ohio and obviously State. Obviously, they already beat Alabama.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ohio State and Georgia are the two where, like, I'm not, like mean, I'm actually torn that game against Georgia at Georgia. But like, I could see Georgia beating them, and I could see. I think them and Ohio State are really similar teams. I think Ohio State probably has a slightly better defense, but offensively, both those teams are awesome. So I don't know. My point is, it doesn't like. I don't think. All of the rankings, like if it's to say who should win on a neutral field, that's fine. But I don't think all of the rankings reflect that. I think just that one ranking does.
0: Well, I mean, I have no problem with it because I think obviously Bama's a better football team than TCU. So I, I have no problem.
1: Right. I I agree that they're better. I just, I don't know. Doesn't Doesn't sit right with me
0: all right uh moving on you wanted to talk about basketball i'm assuming mainly the big 12 basketball slate um so we'll go into that Uh, starts basketball season starts monday uh, for Mm -hmm. kansas state anyway um they host texas rio Grande valley uh, and pick to finish 10th that's how much i know about basketball i just know that kansas state is picked to finish 10th in the big 12 and i don't think they will but um i'm just gonna let you talk I don't know enough about any of these teams, uh, but I will interject when you undoubtedly short my cats. I will interject to start an argument. So go ahead. Talk about basketball.
1: I don't think I'm going to short them, but I guess we'll see. Um, so I wanted to kind of just go over to Big 12. Uh did a lot of research on the uh, Ken Palm rankings because those are a predictive thing, but they're usually – They're usually pretty accurate when it comes to tournament time. And I kind of just looked at, like, both teams' non-con schedules and thought we could kind of maybe pick where we think teams are going to – between KU and K-State could win or lose. But in the Big 12 for the uh, Ken Palm rankings, Texas is the highest-ranked team in the Big 12 at number two overall. Baylor, number six. Kansas, number eight. TCU, 16. Texas Tech, 17. Oklahoma, 28. Strongly disagree with that one. Oklahoma State, 30. Iowa State, 62. West Virginia 73 and K-State 77. So all teams in the top 80, by far the best conference in terms of the Ken Pom ratings, and I think that's accurate. Uh the average rank of Big 12 teams is 32, and the next best is the SEC at 39. So that's a pretty pretty nice difference there. Um so I ha- I know you don't want me to ask you like too many questions since You don't know as much for the basketball right now. But, like, how many teams do you think the Big 12 could get in the tournament?
0: I mean, obviously, realistically, I'd say eight, right? Um, I don't think Iowa State's a tournament team. Um, And then I think it'll be tough between West Virginia and Kansas State, who will make it in. Um, But maximum, I do think they could get eight in. I mean, Baylor's a good team. Kansas is a great team. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State will pull off some wins. I mean, Oklahoma, you know, they're iffy um TCU good Texas is good and Texas Tech i mean th- those those are your five almost auto locks right and then and then you've got you know some bubble teams you know Oklahoma and Oklahoma state i think Oklahoma state's going to be good um Iowa state is going to be iffy again i think they're losing some talent but obviously they won't finish last place in the conference um Kansas state will be a bubble team i believe And I don't know what West Virginia is turning. So I think the range is six to eight. I don't think they get less than six in the tournament.
1: Yeah. So last year, um, the Big 12 got six in. But Oklahoma State was not eligible, which was complete bullshit. But they, in terms of Ken Palm, were a top 50 team. And usually top 50 is about where you want to be if you want to make it in as a bubble team because – There'll be some teams ranked in the hundreds and two hundreds that are auto bids and smaller leagues that will make it in. But, and then Oklahoma was one of the first four out that they announced on selection Sunday. So there were six, but there could have been eight. So there are six teams that I feel really good about making the tournament. And then I think there are two, one of them being K state that I think could make it. And I think one of them will. So the six I really like are, I guess this is my order, but it could change. Kansas, Baylor, TCU, Texas, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State. I think I feel really good about those six. And then I think one or both of West Virginia and K State will make it. And I'm not that high on Iowa State or Oklahoma. I think they're both quality teams. I just think they're at the bottom of the conference. So that's kind of where I'm at with that.
0: Gotcha. So, So who's winning the conference?
1: Uh, I would say KU or Baylor. I don't want to be biased, but I think KU. Biased, All right. Yeah, All I right. Think, Home well, cooking. Home well, cooking. It's either KU or Baylor. I think TCU is slightly behind. Texas, like I said earlier, is ranked second in Ken Palm. I don't really see it. I think they're a similar team as last year, and maybe with another year under Chris Beard, instead of being a six seed in the tournament, they could be like a three seed or a four seed. But I just don't see them being like a one seed type team. But. KU or, Bay- or Baylor, both teams lost quite a bit, but both teams also recruited well and hit the transfer portal, So, like they always do. So I just think it'd be one of those two. Uh, whatever.
0: Whatever. So, um, who do you think's right, won well, the conference? Huh?
1: Who do you think's won the conference? Baylor. All right. So, not I don't, Kansas. I don't hit it.
0: Yeah. I'm not biased. That's for darn sure.
1: So I didn't know if you wanted to go over the uh, – non-conference schedules
0: um how about the notable games on the non-conference schedules
1: okay that works we can do that we'll start with
0: we'll start with kansas
1: okay so Um, go ahead okay so after two cupcake type games kansas i don't know where it's being played at but the champions classic plays duke on a neutral court i think it's in chicago but i could be wrong about that um and then for... Which, by the way, Bill Self will not be uh, on the sideline for that one. There was a, I'm it's in
0: Indianapolis, you, you idiot.
1: It switches every year. It's New York, Indy, year, Chicago, usually. Alright. Anyway, so play Duke on a neutral court. They're 15th in Ken Palm. I think they're a little higher in the AP poll. Then in their tournament, I think they're in the Battle for Atlantis tournament, they play NC State, first game, which they're not great, and then play if they win, play the winner of Dayton and Wisconsin. And then if they win or lose that one, they could play any of four teams. They'll probably end up being Tennessee if they win. And Tennessee is fourth in Ken Palm. So that'd be a nice test. Other notable games, Seton Hall at home. I don't – I'm not that high on Missouri, but they're ranked 41st in Ken Palm. So I'll mention them. Home against Indiana. And then at Kentucky in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, who is number one in Ken Palm. So pretty, How about they go uh, on the road? How about they Pretty go play tough. a good team
0: on the road, huh? Let's let's just bring Seton Hall and Indiana in. Good for us. Let's go on. Let's go on the road. Come on, Kansas. Stop. So stop making everybody come to you.
1: So they play two teams on the road. If you were listening, and I don't think that they do. They make the Big Ten or the.
0: No, they don't get the choice in the ACC, or in or the, the, the the Big, Big East. East. Yeah, they don't. So. Or the SEC game. I just want you to know that they don't get the choice. Okay. Let's go. Let's go on the road and play somebody though.
1: They are playing. They're playing the number one team in Ken Palm, so I don't on the road. Let's go.
0: Let's go to Indiana. That's all I'm saying. Okay. They're they're scared to go on the road.
1: I don't think so.
0: Good for them. Be afraid. That's all you need.
1: KU plays as many teams on the road in the non-conference schedule as K State does. So it's K State. Seems
0: just just seems big matchups. They're at home.
1: Don't think they're scared. But hey, that's That's your opinion. You're a hater. That's fine.
0: No. Uh, hey, if they were willing to go on the road, I wouldn't be a hater. But they're not. so.
1: But they're going on the road twice.
0: Not by choice.
1: I think the Mizzou was a scheduled home-and-home. We played at home last year. We're on the road this year.
0: Oh, wait. They're going – oh, perfect. Even better, right? So they're going to two SEC schools, only one of which has a tough home environment. Missouri's awful. It's fine. It's fine. They're not and, going on the road.
1: And again, I said that I don't think Mizzou's that great, but – According yeah. to Ken Palm, right. they're ranked somewhat highly, so I thought I'd at least give them give them the time of day on that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, congrats on them going on the road to play a trashy team. So, but like, Kentucky, on, like Kentucky, like huh? Kentucky, or well, Kentucky? they didn't have a choice with Kentucky. I'm sure if they could schedule Kentucky, they wouldn't take it on the road. They'd take it at home if they had the choice. Okay, because they're afraid. So anyway, moving on to Kansas State schedule, uh, they play uh quite a few cupcakes here uh one notable one they go to california on the road um power five school power six basketball school they go on the road to play california um in berkeley so that's going to be second game of the season so uh, this monday they tip off and they play ut rio grand then they're going to go uh, to california uh, the, the the following saturday or friday the following friday um then Again, they play in the Cayman Islands Classic. I'm not sure the teams that are in there. They do start off with Rhode Island. Uh, there aren't really um, teams that you know stick out in that Classic. Kansas State should win that one.
1: I've got it real quick. So they play Rhode Island. They're 141st in Ken Palm, which surprised me. I thought they'd be higher. Uh, if they win, they'll play the winner of Nevada and Tulane. So the year of Tulane. I guess that they're 63rd in Ken Palm, so that could be a good game. And then if they win that one, LSU is the highest ranked out of those other four, ranked 40th. So okay. could get two quality wins there could. in that tournament. So Could
0: get two quality wins there. Then Kansas State again finds themselves back on the road to play Butler in the Big East Big 12 Challenge. So, again, another road game here against Power 5, Power 6 school. Um, Then Kansas State comes home to Bramlage to play Wichita State. They just played them in Wichita last year. So Kansas State gets them at home Um that's a, that's a notable one. They'll go to Nebraska – or not to Nebraska. They'll play probably Nebraska and Kansas City or Wichita. It's the Wildcat Classic game. That game's in Kansas City in the, in the T-Mobile Center. Um, and then, of course, they get Florida at home in the Big 12 SEC Challenge uh, the 28th of January. So th- those are their non-con games, uh, notable ones. But I will say they go on the road a few times. So,
1: Yep, they go on the road twice, so it's key, So
0: Yeah, well, challenging games here on the road. So.
1: Mm. We'll see.
0: That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. So, all right. Anything you'd like to add?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, since you're ripping KU's teams, they're playing uh, California 146 and Ken Palm Butler 130. I just think Butler will be better than that. But I'm just throwing it out there before you, you know, you're on the road. You know, yeah. yep. On the road. So they play two. Yep. That's good. Two mm-hmm. on the road.
0: Two of their power fives on the road.
1: Hey, and K State, you know, K State shouldn't. I mean, you want to play like this is a good schedule. You want to have resume builders, but you don't want to like last year their schedule playing Illinois and Arkansas that might not have been the best. Even though those games were close, you know. That might have been the best choice might have hurt your record for the for the tournament there. But, you know, I think it's a good good non-conference schedule. I could honestly see him winning most if not all of these games, so it need to happen if you want to make the tournament, so.
0: It does. It does need to happen. Yep. I would say that if the Kansas-Indiana game was in Assembly Hall, I'd probably watch, just saying, on the road. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Hardly Knowledgeable Podcast. For those of you who are, who, who are also appalled at Kansas scheduling only cupcakes um, or only playing bad teams on the road, uh, go ahead and write to Bill Self or the athletic director at Kansas and tell them that if they have a top-tier basketball Brand, then they should go ahead and and take that on the road and let the country see it. Um,
1: they played two uh, games on the road, but okay, huh? yeah, they yeah, they well, played two on the road.
0: Yeah, but it's my closing here, Drew. Again, so let's let the country see the brand of Kansas. Let's let them get out. So there the country, let, let the safe.
1: country can't watch games that are home on their televisions.
0: Well, which would you rather watch, Kansas at Indiana or Indiana at Kansas or Kansas at Indiana?
1: Uh, either, it's a great game.
0: Nope, you're biased there. I'd rather watch Indiana at Kansas because, or Kansas at Indiana because we know Indiana has no chance in Fog Allen Fieldhouse.
1: Why is that? Anyway, huh? Why is that? Why is that? So Teams want an Allen Fieldhouse. It happens.
0: Do you, really, do you really want to get in to why Fog Allen Fieldhouse is such a great
1: environment? I'm just saying it like.
0: Because we can say that refs make awful calls there for everyone. Um, besides Kansas, of course, they've benefited on many terrible calls. Um, in, in Fog Allen in Fieldhouse. I wouldn't even say it's crowd noise. I've been there. It's not that loud. Um, your opinion. It's a pretty right opinion. I mean, I've been there. It's not like I was trying I mean, to. mean,
1: I don't think opinions can be right, but it's well, your opinion.
0: Okay. I've been there. Not loud. I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. Not loud. What is good about Kansas playing at home is the officiating always seems to line up with them. All right. So Indiana playing at Kansas, Indiana won't win that game. If it wasn't Assembly Hall, it might be a different game. Okay, so moving on from that again, right to the University of Kansas. Make sure that if they've got such a great basketball brand as you go ahead and take that on the road, let other fans see it in person. Um, But that's going to do it for the Hardly Knowledgeable podcast. Kansas only schedules cupcakes uh, on the road.
1: Mm, Totally. Uh, Number one team, number 41 team. We'll
0: see you next week.